Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to John and Dylan Online, a show where two gross comedians talk about internet history. I'm Dylan Gott. Joining me, co-host for the show, John Hastings, is going to introduce this week's subject. Oh my god, we are heading back in our time machine, which is of course our gaming chairs covered in cum. Dry though, not not wet, not wet cum. And heading back to the gushiest of all years, it's 2006, and we are discussing the Rosie O'Donnell-Donald Trump feud. Oh, wow! Oh hell yeah! This is the Get first the time, big dogs. This is the first time I remember at least Donald Trump just being like, "Hey, this is how I talk." And then he applied this to politics, which is so funny because it's like she's got a fat head. She's disgusting. It's it's literally he has not changed his game plan. His game like it literally is the 2016 election ten years beforehand. Like it's literally like she got a fat head. I hate fat heads. Also, that's bad. And everyone's like retort rosie and she's just like i'm allowed to say whatever i want uh donald the frigid bitch is being cold that's what i told you like it's just so fucking crazy also rosie have you i just there's so much it's it's everything well this is like a real version of you know how like in stand-up shows obviously the comedian always has the advantage because we have a microphone and they don't this Mm -hmm. would be like if you heckled a total Karen and then they also had a microphone that is literally what happens like it's literally like when a girl when you're like oh da 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 you do some crowd work you get a big rip on them which Rosie did on Donald Trump and then Donald Trump which the version of it would be a girl and this has happened to me so many times where I'll make fun of a woman she says something dumb and then she goes well you're fat and bald (laughs) which I'm like yeah 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 I mean dead dead on you didn't but then that's what Trump does. He goes like, you got a big fat head. You're disgusting. And it's funny because he's talking about it in his stream of consciousness. Like he's thinking of things because oh. he keeps on going. She's fat. Just to be like, all right, I know she's fat. I'll keep calling her fat until I got she's got a gross head. There you go. Good. Also, the fat head thing he stole from Howard Stern. The other thing to remember is Rosie O'Donnell had a decades long feud with Howard Stern. that was based off of the fact that. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell was a lesbian and then but said she had a crush on Howard Stern or on Tom Cruise and Howard Stern was like I don't like that let's get after her and he had a giant uh, a jar in the shape of Rosie O'Donnell's head in his studio and you could guess how many jelly beans were in there (laughs) also you could have probably just stopped at was a lesbian I think a lot of this was she had the audacity to be a well I got here's the thing you have to know if you were oh you have if you're in the media and a lesbian and it's before the year, I'm gonna say it 2010, get ready for everyone to be like, so I assume this show is about bean sprouts and pubic hair. And they're like, no, it's a it's a kid's show. I just happen to be a lesbian. I don't know how society works anymore. What what the fuck is going on? I mean, that's still, yeah, that's back, baby. Is it? I live in yeah. California, so I don't yeah, right. 
I believe you. Uh, yeah. What am I talking about? Of course it is. I heard I heard someone yell uh, two drag queens in Canada who just like have books about like how sharing is good. And people are like, I don't like these drag queens. They're fucking trying to poison our goddamn oh boy. society. And then it's like they're just saying that sharing is good now. But no, because that's no. They're sharing child porn. These pedophiles. Well, <laughs> you you're go. saying that as a Catholic, right? And you're like, yeah, I don't see any hypocrisy. What I'm saying for fuck's sake. Catholics are fucking so dope. It's sick. So what what happens is the year it's December 2006. Rosie O'Donnell's on the view and she is serving. Speaking of drag queens, piping hot tea. You know what that is, Dylan? It's mean gossip. I think I'm not really well, let's sure. Let's talk about who these people were beforehand. All right. Here's Great. what I want to say. Donald Trump, real estate guy, has real estate. If you're a Trump person and you're listening to this, I don't know how. But yeah, congratulations, you're, you found it, and you're about to be very upset. Obviously, gets handed money by his family, and Donald Trump does the thing that a lot of comedians do, which is he goes, hey, I want to... It, it, here's how it seems like it works from what I've seen about... So the first immigrate people immigrate here, and then they want money and basically stability. So they mm -hmm. get money mm -hmm. and stability. And then the second generation gets rich and then the third generation is like well i'm rich i want to be known so then and then trump is the third generation where he goes like i want to be known actually no he's second generation so his family fucking just like i think he's third i think his dad i don't think his dad i think his dad was in america and built well, the real dad, estate business. yeah his dad changes his last name because his name isn't trump like they pick they pick trump oh which is my god i forgot genius, about that yeah like literally trump is the slang for the like best cards in euchre so he, literally he names himself donald winner or Don, which yeah is, it would like, be like if my family got off the boat from scotland and they're like no longer the hastings we're the big penises <laughs> <laughs> we're, the we're the big dick lunatics yeah 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 uh we're the give us money or you're gonna get fucked up um uh, that's that family seems intimidating yeah that's what i hear so trump is the kind is where his family is rich he basically spends because a lot of people say like, well, he could have just lived off interest and had more money. It's like, yeah, he didn't want money. He wanted notoriety. And a lot of people mm -hmm. do this where they use their family's money to get more notoriety. I will say this. I we know a lot of people personally who have wasted family money so much more. So we much. know a guy who who went to Edinburgh, pissed out a window for a month and then just went home. He didn't do any shows. Yeah, he went out. He. He had to flyer. He didn't want to do that. So he just left the flyers in the room. This is the thing about people like Donald Trump and Elon Musk. First of all, the Elon Musk thing, I, I, I listened to Behind the Bastards, very well researched podcast, great podcast. But they were talking, they were coming down on Elon because it's like, oh, yeah, he got 20 G's. So he had a head start. And then that's how he made his. Th Obviously, he gets more help from his fucking family. But it's like a lot of people get 20 G's and just waste it. This guy, like, is clearly smart. So, you, I don't know. And Donald Trump has charisma. You cannot take that away. From I completely him. agree. The one thing I will say is it's not like he was left, uh, like, a pile of money. He was left a full company to run. Like, he was literally left a real estate empire. And in Donald Trump's fairness, he had the brilliant idea of partnering with the mafia in the 80s so that uh, all of his buildings would get built. And of course, would then um, be dilapidated and bad inside. But who gives a fuck? Like that's the thing. Donald Trump yeah, had innovations. 
he looked at he looked and he was like, wait a minute, all I got to do is be associated with the five families in New York. Yeah, that's fine. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Like, I just got to pay them off forever. But it's not a big deal. Like, here is the thing. And also, by the time we get to Donald Trump in 2006, he has been through three bankruptcies. He was the, the joke of the world because he couldn't make casinos work and then literally wrote out that bankruptcy by just continually creating publicity for himself through the New York Post. So he kept getting bank loans because the bankers were like, what's your collateral? And he's like, I'm the collateral, baby. I'm the sizzle of the steak. And they're like, he's in every newspaper we read. This guy has to be successful. And then they, and then it was like, Hey, can you pay for this? And he's like, I cannot. And they were like, he got us again. Fuck. And then a guy named yeah, Mark he Burnett. Is, uh, he's like Ric Flair, but it worked out for those of you. That's don't exactly know, right. He's there's a wrestler he's, named Ric Flair. That's whose exa- character is that he's a rich playboy. In reality, he's just a dude with a bunch of debt. But since wrestling is like, isn't like any other form of television where it's not like Ric Flair as played by, he just lives that character. And everyone's like, well, he on TV, he has money. So I guess he has money. What sidebar, what's even crazier about Ric Flair is he basically just kept recycling, introducing his character and lore to different other media communities. Like the professional wrestling world is like enough of him. And so he's then he moved over to hip hop with that stupid Ric Flair drip song. And everyone's like, this guy's awesome. And now it's like three years later. And they're like, yeah, a little that's a little too much Ric Flair, actually. And now Ric Flair is over in the podcasting world and everyone's like, this is fun. And you can already tell that people are like inviting Ric Flair on was a mistake. He's texted me a lot. And I feel that Donald Trump is sort of the wor- the biggest version of that in that he is a man who wanted to be a businessman because his family was in business. He got a business to run. And he literally, he sort of was successful, but in the weirdest way, ran it into the ground and then was made to seem like the greatest businessman in the history of America. Because the guy who created Survivor was like, we're doing Survivor, but it's capitalism. And by the way, best casting ever, Donald Trump. I watched The Apprentice when it first came out and it made all like all that you were ever told is like, there is a city called New York. There is one businessman there. His name is Donald Trump. That is all we know. And then he just appeared on a TV show firing people and looked like a fucking boss with this weird blonde lady and this old lawyer. Like it was like it was fucking marketing 101, baby. The years of just being in the tabloids paid off. And like, obviously, there's a like a four part Netflix documentary where the really funny thing is where Trump gets divorced and then Donald Trump calls as someone else. And it's like he's got a very, very very uh what do you call it very he's got a signature voice and he calls up as someone else just to say like yeah just so you know Donald's getting a lot of dates and everyone wants to suck him off click first of all it's even better is the day that it was announced in one of the newspapers so there's two gossip columnists liz smith and then another one named cindy adams and they literally one was working with marla and one was working with donald but the bit, the better, the best thing Donald Trump ever you mean did. Ivana most, or Marla? Pardon me, Ivana. Marla was the mistress during that divorce. A thousand apologies, Dylan. Thank you for correcting me. We all know you're a real bitch when it comes to early nineties New York gossip. One mistress. Oh, correct. I mean, he she was the she was the mistress that got to be a wife. You know what I'm saying? As a very and also he was a hot guy, rich hot guy. Incorrect. Incorrect. He. He Donald Trump, young Donald Trump, had the body. Fucking picture of fucking eighties. Donald Trump's Donald Trump's body. Don't have to worry about bodies, especially in the eighties. You and me, I you'd have to worry about that. He looked like if your body and my body was combined. It was the it's the most weird. He's so boxy. 
Doesn't matter, buddy. Doesn't matter. You, as well as I know, you get above six feet and you have... That's true. You get above six feet and you just like look like you know what you're doing, which Donald Trump... Donald Trump has a face where it's like, for me, it comes off as man contemplating if he shit his pants. But for most people, it's like he's deep in thought. Correct. Also, the thing to remember is he's part of New York society and he's kind of one of those boorish characters that that sort of community keeps in because it's like oh my god donald's here and he's dressed in gold and then donald's like i look fucking good and they don't understand that he doesn't know that they're kind of making fun of him and they don't respect him and he's kind of a joke and he doesn't care because he's using the cachet of being invited to those parties to sell himself more as a businessman like it's this weird sort of situation of he's just a fucking rich kid who much like Andrew Dice Clay and, to your point, Ric Flair, pretended to be like a mogul so long he just became a demagogue. Like, it's so fucking nuts. Like, what happens if you just never tell uh, someone with a narcissistic personality disorder? No. Well, they become the president and then get very wordy on social media. I'll tell you that much for fucking free. Um, but I feel like we're banging on a fair amount about Donny T. But this is very important to say is that he has basically Donny T like he, whatever you want to say he's in the tabloids oh as boy. a real estate mogul that gets the attention of mark burnett mark burnett creates the apprentice the apprentice is on its last legs and the apprentice is incredibly important because the the, the apprentice being on its last legs no. and donald trump not wanting to admit that it's basically over is where you get this feud and then later him becoming president of the fucking united states I'm going to slightly disagree on your timeline, but I agree with you. I think The Apprentice was still pretty hot, hot, hot at this point, because Apprentice only came out 2002, and like the first five or six seasons, big boy. They may be renegotiating the ratings. Your grander point is 100% correct. Yeah, he would constantly say, oh, I'm running for president to renegotiate um, the... Uh, hmm. Uh, to renegotiate various business deals because he could just get a fucking bunch of media attention and people didn't realize that as a currency. Uh, And while Donnie T is, of course, finger popping people in Aspen and lying to Liz Smith at the New York Daily News, who do we got? We got the queen of fucking Long Island, baby. That's right. Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell is a product of a little time in America called the 80s comedy boom. Here's what happened to Rosie O'Donnell. She was a comedian for two to three years. She then just became the face of VH1 for a while and then was in a league of their own. And I I, listen, we all have struggles. We all have hard times. I'm sure it was incredibly difficult to be. and, And Rosie O'Donnell's childhood is fucking horrific to read about. But sometimes as a stand-up comedian, you read those stories and you want to go, why the fuck am I even fucking trying in this fucking but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was a uh, boy, well, I did the road for six months, and then a man said, Would you like to come into this room where there's a bunch of careers? And I said, Yep. And like she tells that story like it was really tough. She's like, You ever been in a comedy condo one time with a shirtless man who won't talk about having sex with a waitress that you're pretty sure is dead? And I'm like, every fucking weekend, Rose, every weekend. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell then doesn't like doing movies anymore because she can't be around her kids. This is literally what she has said. So she just said, can I get a talk show? And she did. And let me say this. Sick. That talk show rules. Rosie O'Donnell's talk show fucking rules. It's she's shooting koosh balls. She's wearing all this. She wore the same thing every day. Colored open shirt, black, the clothes underneath the perfect 90s look. Can I say this? Speak on it, Dylan. 
Olale. I think that the uh the real brilliance of the Ellen show was they were like, what if Rosie O'Donnell was funny? <laughs> like Ellen, here's the thing. Ellen, a monster. Absolutely. But if you had a festival of well-balanced artists, and then the next day, John, you had a uh a fucking festival called Abusive Monsters. Abusive Monsters, the lineup what a for show. that festival. What a show. Bro, what a show. Ellen's yeah. hosting a Woo-hoo! fucking bill with R. Kelly, Frank Sinatra, and Michael Jackson on it. Also, they get more the worse you are person, the headliner. Yeah, 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 the headliner yeah. is Hitler. Yeah, of course. Um, the best of them all, John. Yeah, well, listen, he didn't take any shit. That's what it says in your there diary. You he was, you know what? This is here's my impression of someone in 2023 of Hitler just just started now. Well, he is he is a vegetarian. You know, it's like he's got one thing about him. One time he helped a guy across the street. So that's have you also have you gotten into this argument now? I don't know if this has made it to Canada, but this is a big one in the States right now, which makes me want to fucking lose my mind, which is you speak German. We don't really know what's going on there. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't fuck off. Fuck you. Oh, is this because they have an army again? No, this is literally someone I was I overheard this in a cafe, which is someone went, I just don't think I I just don't agree with what's going on in Ukraine. And the guy went, do you speak Russian or Ukrainian? We have no way of knowing what's going on there. And I went, all right, shut the fuck up. I'm fucking done. This fucking people. But here's what it literally it's fucking it is people our age. It's people our age, Dylan, who are just who just they were just just pretty enough that no one went actually fuck you in 2015 and now they are 39 they all have lost their hair in very odd ways and it's very thin on top and they are just spouting crap yeah but that's everyone everyone is an expert on foreign policy uh oh i know every Especially. single person knows how to do uh, no ev- someone will be like do i know how to like fix this stove i mean it would take eight seconds to look it up but no i don't Here's what should happen in this foreign war that's been going on for oh hundreds my God. of years. Anyway, who gives a dick full of piss about what does Donald Trump have to do with foreign? Oh, wait. Oh, anyway, boy. Rosie O'Donnell goes on The View, does um some stand-up comedy, and Donald Trump oh, it's so much better. fucking take it. You know what I you're think un- he can't you're do? You're underselling like, it. Why does she get to make fun of me? She's fucking uglier than I am. She's a friggin' straight up lesbo. That's two strikes. You're out fifteen times in DT's book, baby. I, you're. I think you're actually overthinking this. So I think what it is is, and it's specifically this is, she mentioned his bankruptcies, which is a thing that he has like at this point violently fought to keep out of the news, and like would be le- part of the reason he was leaking gossip all the time is that would trump the story <laughs> of him being bankrupt because all those newspapers could only put one story in and no one gives a shit. I was like, all right, he's bankrupt. What do you mean? He was at studio 54 and he made all the girls come that they now speak Mandarin. I mean, that doesn't sound like that that's possible, but I have to believe you. Your name is Donald jump. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. But anyway, so can we, um, you want to surmise basically what what happened? Yes, so this is so Miss America. Donald no. Trump runs. Go for it. He runs Miss USA, which is quite crucially, yes. Dylan, not oh, yeah. Miss America. Oh yeah. You have to remember this, Dylan. The main thing to remember about Miss USA, and I can't stress this enough: in no way is it Miss America, and in no way is the name created to be confusing. So you think it's Miss America? Did you know that uh, the original name was Donald Trump's 
favorite woman and that was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. and they get they went a date with donald trump and he gets to tell everyone how if they had sex and it's always yes and it's always bad because they didn't have sex he just wants to tell everyone they did <laughs> can you imagine the small talk he's having with the miss usa pageant contestants on the side of that stage when he does the walk and here's the owner of the pageant donald trump oh i just wanted to let you know that your wrist seems like it would do a good for jacking like it would be or it would just be weird you seem like you play the clarinet what the fuck anyway He's Miss USA. Now, in this time, it is the Paris Hilton sex tape time. It's the time when literally Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, and Britney Spears were in a car together, and a newspaper just put up sluts as the headline, I think. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. <laughs> it was. Woo! It was this weird time where everyone was kind of like, yeah, I'm progressive. Oh, I'll, pi- I'll piss in a black person's mouth, but that's only if they're thirsty. And you're like, what? what's going on here, dog? The economy was so good. They made a movie, and the only premise was it's a horror movie, and Paris Hilton dies. And then they were like, Paris, any comments about everyone's fucking pumped to see you get beheaded in a movie? She's like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Everyone hates me and calls me a whore. It's hot. It's hot. Anyway, at this time, the view had metamorphosized from seven ladies sitting around a coffee table to five ladies sitting around a coffee table, and they just yell at each other. Uh, this is also <laughs> the George Bush. It is so not. This is the George Bush Iraq wartime, which was we do Elizabeth not talk about enough. Hasselback, baby. Here we fucking go. So from Survivor again becomes Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Elizabeth Hasselbeck is from season two of uh, Australia Survivor. She is part of one of the craziest scenes in all of reality television, which they have to stand on the top of um, uh, of pillars, and they just have to stand there and wait. And at one point, he has snacks, and uh, I believe it's the host's suggestion, literally goes, if you take out your boobs, I'll give you some peanut butter. And Elizabeth Hasselbeck boom gets them wet. i don't know if this is how it goes. this is what i remember from 28 okay, years ago well then then jesus i think Christ that this God. did happen I, th- I think she i know she she got her waps out it's it was so wild easy to tell if you are remembering correctly or incorrectly i'm sure someone will tell us if elizabeth hasselbeck got out her yabos i'm guaranteeing got out her yabos on survivor it it was listen. I it's I I I remember all the places I was when I saw breasts. And I wasn't. Can you look this one breasts. was? Can you look this one up? Then there was a guy in Survivor who kept going into the woods, uh, and then he got kicked off because they were like, "What's he doing over in the woods? I think he's hiding food." But he was just going to jack off. Oh my god! What a fucking hero! Oh yeah, it's. Oh boy, gotta tell you, this is gonna do a real number on my. Um, what is it? Oh, was she detained and she had to show her tits, and you were still like. Still tits. Uh, no, no. It's literally just a bunch of different scenes where it's literally just, it's just, this one's called Anne Censored. And it just says naked Elizabeth Hasselback, 24 to 26 years old, Survivor 2000. Oh, so it did happen, according to, and I can't stress this pervert. enough. Pervert.com. Yeah, pervert.piss.pervert. <laughs> what? So anyway. They have seven, they have five ladies yelling at each other. Rosie O'Donnell does a bit, mentions his bankruptcies, and mentions his, the fact that Miss USA. Because Miss USA got caught tested, doing cocaine and kissing ladies. positive for cocaine. So yes. here is the thing about doing cocaine. This is, is the it best does thing not stay in your, dr- yes. in your system for. So she had basically just done cocaine. I do not know what business they have drug testing someone 
whose whole thing is you're just standing there? Like we're drug testing people that stand there now. I couldn't find any information as to why they're drug testing a pageant winner either. Like was her interview like, uh, what do you think should be done in Afghanistan? She was like, I'll tell you what should be fucking done in Afghanistan, man. I'll tell you what should be fucking done in Afghanistan. Uh, you fucking get over there, man. I'll fucking get some McDonald's. I got some fucking investments <laughs> I can make. How about me and you, me and you right now? Let's go fucking run, man. Let's go fucking run, man. Let's fucking sing. Let's dance. Let's fucking run. <laughs> can you give me the microphone back? Hell's fucking not. And they were still like, <laughs> Miss USA. That was a great interview. I guarantee that they gave her a drug test because she kept walking into rooms, pointing at people's heads and going, same page. You and me, same page. Yeah, or just, she's like, uh, how are you doing? And she was just bleeding, going, ah! <laughs> <That's> <laughs> good, so I'm good. I think she might be on something. Who's your, what? So have you seen the press conference? Go for yes. it. Yes. I was going to say, what's your favorite type of person trying to hide that they're on drugs? My favorite is cocaine because it is always just like a person super sweating you're like you do some drugs tonight and they're like why would you think that i have done drugs i have to go though i have a fun story <laughs> go ahead i used to do door-to-door sales for the red cross so you would try and give get them to give monthly which was basically patreon in 2005 yeah i'll go door to door and be like hey red cross please give us money monthly a one-off check is nice, but if you give us a monthly, like if you give us $60 now, that's great. But if you give us $5 a month, that would be fantastic. So then whatever. That's what you're doing. You're going door-to-door -door in a Red Cross smock. And then there was another guy who I never noticed was on cocaine. But certainly our good friend and great comedian Adam Christie was like, oh, I've yes. never done cocaine. That man is on cocaine. And he had all these stories about like... um Oh, yeah, I've met Jimmy Page and Robert Plant. And I was like, how the fuck did you do that? And he's like, I don't know, man, but we stayed up till 9 a.m. I was like, wow, you guys must have been really good friends at the end of that. And then, um, <laughs> there was a lady who was like, I'll absolutely give five dollars a month. And at the end, if he finishes his houses first and I finish my they would he would join me to do yeah, the rest yeah. of the houses. And John, he always finished his houses very fast. He, he, would, he would walk just straight up across someone's fucking lawn and be like, you want to give some fucking money? <laughs> and then he'd be like, what? I want to drive your car, man. I drive your fucking car, dude. And uh, so anyway, he goes up and he's and I'm at the door and she's signing the $5 a month. And I'm going, thank you very much. This is going to help so many people. Um, they, you know, we, here are all the things we give our administrative fees. So I'm I'm really trying to, like, you know, do this. And then he just goes, uh, I got to use your bathroom. And then just walks <laughs> into her house. And she's like, what? And this is like a very, very sweet woman. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, can he use your bathroom? But she's kind of like, I think he already is. And then he uh, didn't close the door. Why would you? I remember that. But he just leaned over and I did still didn't put anything together. I'm like, I think he's washing his hands. And then I just hear sniffing. I'm like, he's blowing his nose. And then <laughs> he just comes out and he does the, he does the fucking let's go and, he's get out, <laughs> and then he's fucking like off like he's gone dude and uh <laughs> fuck yeah man i forgot about that till you started talking we started talking about miss usa but yeah he was fucking gone and then at the end of the day our our like and they were all like granola nerds like everyone was like we have to have our all of our team meetings take place during a game of risk which is actually all right but anyway uh, she was like where's darren and i was like I got no fucking idea, yeah, man. man. What are you fucking thinking? And then one time, 
the last day we ever saw me, Adam, and Darren were the first people to arrive on shift, and Darren blew his nose, and the most blood I've seen that wasn't caused by a knife came out of his face, and he's like, I gotta go, and we were like, yeah, man, you gotta go, and then he disappeared, and I assume now is in the Oval Office in some capacity. My personal favorite interaction with anyone who is addicted to uh, a cocaine-based drug was a guy named Mike I worked at a restaurant in Montreal with. He got eventually fired for smoking crack in the public washroom. And my favorite part of the whole thing was the confrontation between him and the manager where he would not leave until the manager acknowledged that he was a nice man for not smoking crack in the staff room. I respect my (laughs) colleagues. I'll never forget. Finger in the face. I respect my colleagues. Johnny, say I respect my colleagues. You got to get out of here, man. You can't be. I don't. We already know why smoke crack in the bathroom. That's not being undone. <laughs> and I've never been Perfect. on the side of a guy who smoked crack on a ba- in a bathroom more. Like I was like, this guy, we wouldn't have known. It's I don't know what crack smells like. First of all, who knows what crack smells like? You're a crackhead. If you know what crack smells like, this guy's just trying crack. Leave him alone. Also made a hell of a fucking lasagna. <laughs> I like the idea of a guy who's on a drug where he doesn't want to eat, but he'll still make food just because it's a fucking activity. That's what's his entire job. He would smoke a bunch of crack and then he would literally make food for like 200 people. Not always well and not always fast, but he was distracted because of the crack. Like, what do you want? Can I tell you this, John? Can I tell you something? Speak on it. All right. Uh, Check this one out. I don't (laughs) think anyone under 60 should be allowed to make a lasagna legally. I completely agree with you. I compl- I also think that um, they have one woman that comes out. She can just be lying down, whatever, sitting, whatever. One s- senior citizen and they're like, oh, someone ordered a lasagna. First of all, you don't get a slice. You have to eat the full one. I completely agree. You have to eat the full lasagna and then the rest of it. And then it's a take home container with the tinfoil on top. You have to take it home. And she's like, I don't want just keep the dish. I don't want it anymore. That's how it should be, goddamn. That's it. exactly correct. Also, where where are casseroles? What the fuck are we doing? Anyway, so oh, casseroles uh, are about- dead now. That's a white person food that's died, John. Fucking, I love tuna casserole. You know what else I love? Weird press conferences Donald Trump gives. So Donald Trump holds a press. So this woman gets again not clear why she was being drug tested. We have she- four minutes left because. We do not pay for Zoom premium, John. Nor will we. I'm going to literally fill. I'm going to literally explain this. We're going to go into break and we'll come back and we'll do the feud. We got the tweets. Perfect. Okay, so he holds a press conference to let everyone know, I will be letting her keep the prestigious crown of Miss USA bracket. The thing I just made up. (laughs) The thing I made up. And I got to be totally honest with you. It's very funny. He held a press conference. Like, there's literally two wars going on at this time. Where What are we covering? Well, we're in New York, so we're not headed to the U.N., because uh, of the two wars America's wielding, we're heading uptown to where a um, a man with a wig sewn into his head is going to let us know that a 19-year-old is still cool to do blows. Like, what are you doing? And uh, so he approves that. And then Rosie, as Dylan has mentioned, saw this. And her story oh, really other, changes. Go ahead. Thing. Please tell me that detail. Tell that detail. Go, 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 go. Gets the name of the person who is Miss USA wrong. Oh, fuck yeah. He says her name wrong the whole time. <laughs> her name's Tara. He says Tara the whole time. He's like, Tara. She's Tara. Because she's like, this is like, this is her only income. And he's just like, yeah, I could have a press conference about that and hold her fucking <laughs> entire livelihood in my hands. I want to hold her responsible. She's responsible. Uh, and Rosie saw this right before the view went live. This is the view is live. 
And Rosie O'Donnell is a stand-up comedian. I know what she was doing, which was she was new to the show at the time. I think she was like a year in. And she's like, I can do an impression of Donald Trump. And she does a very funny impression of Donald Trump with a lot of energy. She at one point swooshes her hair back, which is very fun. And just basically does what has literally happened with between everyone and Donald Trump from that day until this, which is they literally are like, this guy's a fucking loser, right? And then he reacts like, I'm not a fucking loser. You're a fucking loser. And then you prove he's a loser. And he's like, I don't consider like, it's just so annoying. And then, uh, and then what happens is uh, Rosie s- throws back at him and they get into this big spat kind of before Twitter. The other thing that's very important to uh, watch out for in the next half, when we come back from the break is how her story changes from the beginning of what the fuck is Donald's fucking problem. He shouldn't be fucking the mortal arbiter. It's a 19 year old model. She can do whatever the fuck she wants, which is totally great. But Rosie changes it to like, I'm a New Yorker. We've known about Donald being a douche for 50 years. And it's like, shut the fuck up. You didn't know that you went to his wedding. Shut the fuck up. You didn't know that it's okay. You didn't know that. Stop. I, this is the one thing that everyone from New York does is they act like they're this group think mind of uh, like of elevated human beings just because they, oh, I uh, I live in an apartment building that's excessively expensive and too high. So you know what I am? The greatest of all the world's people. Shut the fuck up. I hate American lore. Probably New York lore. We in New York, we known about Donald since the 50s. I've seen that documentary too. Shut the fuck up. You have not known about him. We'll see you after the break. Dylan, speak on this. Hey, John, can I tell you something? Yes. I sit down to piss and I stand up to shit. John and Dylan online. Patreon.com backslash John and Dylan online. There's all a bunch of different tiers there. $5 tier, you get the episodes early and an extra episode. And I assume at this point there's a $10 tier where you just get some of pubes in an envelope. Yeah, if you fucking sign up for the $15 tier, guess what? You get nothing else different. Just give the pleasure of giving us more money. How's actually, that? you get none of the first two things. Yeah, that's actually true. To give, If you give us $15, you do not get the bonus episode, and you do not get the episodes early. Hey, John, you know how off-air you were saying that we think you think the phrase no homo should be in the U.S. Constitution? <laughs> well, instead of talking to me about that, why don't you rate, review, and subscribe? <laughs> oh, yes, Dylan. We are back from the break, and we are getting into it. Uh, Donald Trump has held a press conference where he let everyone know that he will not be firing Tara Orton, Tara Connor, whoever that may be. Uh, and um, I think my favorite part is he says, I've always been a believer in second chances. You're no fucking shit, bro. <laughs> well, it's also like the press conference is not like it's not a big one. It's like a press conference of people. He's like begged to be there. It's a press conference. It looks like a press conference when someone goes, fuck it, I'm taping a special. And then there's like, there's five people here, man. This is going to be sad. Also, can I just say the Rosie O'Donnell saying, I don't enjoy him. That is a real, that's a real ordering crown royal at a Denny's move. You know what I mean? That's a real, what, what does one eat here? I don't enjoy Mr. Trump. He's a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a. Whatever. Everyone said it, almost everything they can about Donald Trump. But now we get into I mean, the meat and potatoes of oh, it. Oh, he is... fires back. He fires back in People magazine. Because you have to remember, everyone, this is before oh, yeah. before iPhones. So there's no there's no Twitter war. This is old school ink to paper journalism where he called Rosie O'Donnell. Bear in mind, Rosie O'Donnell, uh, host of a giant uh, talk show slash chat show. And now 
one of the squawking gals on The View, and he responds and calls her a real loser and a woman out of control. (laughs) (laughs) A real loser? That's, That's fucking... I got to say this, that like, how many bankruptcies do you have? 11. Let me tell you who the loser is. This fucking fuck from Long Island with her koosh dolls and and love of the Tonys. Dude, there's a, there's a speech at him in a re, at a real estate expo, just calling her a fat pig. Like he's just calling her a fat pig where it's like, Hey, let's learn about how to do real estate. Rosie O'Donnell's a fat pig. Well, that's not exactly what I had in mind, but sure. You got to know what is farmland and what is regular city land. And if you got a fat pig on it, like Rosie O'Donnell, you're on a farm. Piggy, piggy, piggy. Uh, (laughs) Then this is the even this is my favorite. This is my favorite one of all of them, which is eight months later. uh, uh, Rosie O'Donnell and Elizabeth Hasselbeck have this like giant blowout over the Iraq war. uh, And uh, Trump insulted both of the hosts and took Rosie O'Donnell's side by saying on this one, I think Rosie should win. But Rosie is not much herself. I think anybody that's against the war in Iraq is a winner, uh, because uh, winner of the fight. Because to justify the war in Iraq, only an imbecile could do that. Calling Elizabeth Hasselbeck not a very smart person. She is one of the dumber people in television. Why isn't this guy reviewing Edinburgh Fringe shows? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you fucking do it. He goes on Entertainment Tonight, and Entertainment Tonight is such a like fluffy show. Like, oh yeah, there's never any harsh language. I wouldn't say they would say the word bad ever. Like I would term that. See, hearing the word bad on Entertainment Tonight would have been uh, jarring. And he goes on there and calls Rosie O'Donnell a fat-headed pig and disgusting. Yeah, like and bear in mind they're not like let's look in on the Rosie O'Donnell feud. Dylan's nailed it. It's like. Donald Trump's just at the, a movie premiere for the movie Flubber, and they literally go, and uh, Mr. Trump, did you enjoy Flubber? Uh, I did enjoy Flubber. Do you want to know what I do not enjoy? That fat-headed pig, Rosie O'Donnell. And they're like, okay. Like, it's like, right, well, guess it's fucking nuts. And also, like, Rosie O'Donnell, by the way, is such a media figure at this moment, because in North America, in 2007, when they had that blowout, like, people lost their minds just because it was just... Like it was, I genuinely, I think it was because like, listen, if these two ladies are fighting, you know what the next thing they're going to do is kiss. And that is real cool. Like it's, it was covered (laughs) more than the Iraq, like bear in mind, the Iraq war is going real bad at this point. And they are literally like, let me tell you, and now for an update on the war in Iraq, Rosie O'Donnell does not like it. And the lady who took out her yabos on survivor, she likes it. Like, it's just like, what's going on, bros? I'm just reading up a bit more on Tara Connor. Here's one of my favorite little tidbits. There's a Miss Teen USA. Oh, and God. Miss USA. How much older is she than Miss Teen USA? Six months. <laughs> Three years. No. <laughs> She's 21, Miss Teen USA. Basically, it's like, who's legal? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know who you think you know you're talking to, but I'm Miss Just Turned Legal 2006. Yeah. Miss It's Okay to J.O. to 2006. Welcome middle management men who have a lot of hard drives they do not want to discuss to oh, Miss yeah. Teen USA. They are 18. And you know what that means, gentlemen? You think it's now cool to look at them. Oh, yes. Uh, Tara Connor, obviously, um, it sounds crazy, but it's like these people, these women win this thing and they basically get a sick year of doing appearances. And then it's like they get replaced with a new person. You're doing appearances at Donald Trump owned properties. Like, it's not like 
even Miss America, like Miss America, we kind of miss this. But like a bit in the 90s, they would be like, she was Miss America. And now she's on Regis and Kathy Lee. Like now, like the fucking I don't name one person who's been successful off the fucking voice, let alone fucking Miss Teen USA. Uh, Miss Teen USA actually is uh, Ali LaForce is a co- correspondent for NBA on TNT now. And shut she, the front door. Yeah. And she gets money from her likeness being represented in video games. So that's she's really doing good. Very well. Tara Connor got that sick ass fucking year in where she had the she went to the VMAs. Yo, you just you're like, oh, this is Miss, you're you're just hanging out. Like you're, she was a judge on Project Runway, which is that's a nice little paycheck. Like you get stuff for a second, and then obviously you have to use that as a fucking jumping off point. But Tara Connor did what Dylan Gott would have done, which was just fucking get fucking partying, bro. Yeah, I'm not bro. here to network. I'm here to network some fucking blow into my system, dog. I my name is Tara or Tara. I am hot. I'm gonna kiss people. I'm gonna do blow off those people. You got a fucking problem? I don't want to meet Charles Barkley. I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am Miss USA, not Miss Teen USA. Crucially, I was in school with Miss Teen USA, but two years ahead of them. Thank you. Yeah, she was a fucking freshman. I was a junior. Know what that makes me? Down to fuck. Let's oh, fuck. God. <laughs> that means I'm legal. There's legal to fuck, Miss Legal to fuck, and Miss Legal to drink. God damn it! And I'm Miss Legal to drink. Let's now go. coming in is the apology from uh, Miss the Teen Miss Teen USA pageant, uh, supposedly written by Tara Connors. Uh, to whom it may concern, my name is Tara or Tara. I just want to let you know, banging is cool. People like to bang. This was not written by Donald Trump. But Donald Trump also bangs real good. He's the best at banging. Everyone knows about his banging is good. Also, it's not problematic that the age difference. Also, age differences are not a problem for people that are good at banging like Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty much out of like Tara Connor goes. Uh, she's on uh, third season of CMT is gone country. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. So anyway, uh, yeah, the Rosie O'Donnell feud um goes on and on because rosie keeps on being like very long and this is a very key thing in a feud like this brevity is an asset donald trump would be like she's a fat pig and she's a loser and then rosie o'donnell will say a very long thing that has actual points but like yeah there's no better point than like going like yeah he's ugly he looks like he's about to shit all the time like donald trump just tries to lure people into name calling and it works very well on rosie because rosie's trying to deal Donald like he's a heckler in a club and you can't like I said when he has a microphone and also like he's just no selling everything she does yeah he's he also he's doing the, anything he's doing the biggest douche move ever which is uh you're fat and ugly hey fuck you what's with all the fucking mean aggression and you're like fuck um but you have to understand like it goes so deep in 2011 quite crucially Dylan five years later mm-hmm. to the month uh, <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell announces her girl her engagement to Michelle Rounds, and Donald Trump took to Twitter and wrote, "I feel sorry for Rosie's new partner, in love whose parent uh, new partner in uh, new pa- new partner in love whose parents are devastated at the thought of their daughter being with Rosie, a true loser." What the fuck? Now Rosie has learned her lesson five years in and responds with, "Wow, you're an ass!" Like they're yeah, like. Might as fucking well. Also, she linked to a Times Magazine story that was not found. I don't know what she was linking to, but I assume it was hurtful. (laughs) 
Well, it's just like, you know what I mean? That if people have decided that Donald Trump gets to be right, like everyone makes a decision. Like we've all had the experience of saying someone heckles you and you say something that you, this is the most frustrating. And this is probably what it's like to deal with Donald Trump publicly. You know what you said is funny. Yeah. I had an experience where I did an hour in Stratford, Ontario. Oh Um, yeah. I said something so funny. And it got like a, <laughs> and then I was like, we're done. You, I literally hit you with the hardest punch I could. And you guys were like, yeah. So I'll be like, all right, well now time to, and then at that point I would, there was like the struggling of bombing. And then just like, it's like, I assume when you drown, you're just like, let's let the waves just wash me away. <laughs> oh, and also by the way, there is no bomb more fiery than the small town Canada bomb because they're sitting there. And they're not going to ha- hoot and holler, Mm-mm. but they're going to want to talk to you on your way to your car. They're going to want to watch you. Oh, certainly. It's like a serial killer watching someone starve to death. <laughs> Just like, yeah. Why? Why do you know what that's like? Hmm? <laughs> I was just Never thinking mind. of the movie seven when, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, you yeah. were sure you were. Yeah. With a, with a glee in your eyes, um, <laughs> other big highlights. And can I just say this looking back on tweets really gives a snapshot to society. Does anyone remember when vlogging, everyone was trying to get vlogging to get going. We had a couple of skirmishes with vlogging. 2011 was definitely one of them. Uh, a friend of ours definitely told me that vlogging is the future. That person was incorrect. And I bring this up because Trump, Trump tweeted, and this was, by the way, no reason to do this. He's just angry at Lawrence O'Donnell, who hosts the show. And he wrote, same last name, same bad ratings. At Lawrence, at Rosie. <laughs> just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, yeah. And then he goes out of her, her talk show was terrible. She's a failure. She's a loser. Yeah. I don't. It's really amazing. When I don't like somebody, their shows do really badly. Uh, adding that it upsets him that Rosie's show is a disaster because he loves Oprah and he wants Oprah's. Uh, oh, this was an uh, OAN. Uh, uh, own the own network was launching. Uh, Oprah was the face of it. Rosie O'Donnell was brought on to do a show. That show was not very good, uh, but it does have a very weird interview in front of a colorful screen where her and Joe Rogan discuss nine eleven truth in a real. If we just have the tone of smart people, people will know we're smart. But they say some absolute porkers in the hat. Woo! Rosie O'Donnell, much like we were going to do an episode on him, but like Bill Maher. Actually, I don't. I haven't like looked up Bill Maher specifically, but like there's... we will be doing an episode on Bill Maher's Club Random. That fucking podcast is truly glorious. It is. Because he's, I don't know if you're watching all the episodes, everyone, but I am, and I'm a wacko, and I have noticed a new thing that's developing on the show that I truly love, which is it's clearly filmed in his house, and he doesn't want people to know where his house is, but Bill Maher is such a weirdo, he keeps telling stories about his life that make him seem like a rich douche, and then be like, but let's not give the, uh, let's not give the location, I want people to know where my house is, and it's like, bro, you're fine, but also like, no one's coming to LA to kill Bill Maher. You are, <laughs> you are the like of all the celebrities. He is, he's the HPV of celebrities. It seems like a big deal for one second. And then you go, oh yeah, everyone. Yeah. That's the thing everyone goes through. Like, you know what I mean? Like Bill Maher is all Bill Maher, much like Rosie O'Donnell is a product of the comedy boom where it's like, this guy was, this guy was here in the eighties and we, now he has a, like, 
he had a TV show where it was literally these four celebrities are going to talk and I'm going to have slick back hair. And then 9-11 came around and like, listen, he wasn't incorrect in saying that they're not cowards. They flew planes into buildings and we lob uh, missiles. So who's cowardly is basically what he said. But there's the thing, Bill, don't say that the day after 9-11, bud. I mean, it was the month after, but still like maybe cool it. Maybe just be like, you know what? Let's not praise the people that murdered 3,000 fucking people on television. But he was like, no, 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 no. Oh, I fucking Rosie O'Donnell's gone. Rosie O'Donnell's the best version of that type of person. And Bill Maher's the worst. Fuck Bill Maher. We're doing a Bill Maher episode of Club Random. Why do you His think glasses Bill, change why do you think colors? Rosie O'Donnell is better than Bill Maher? I like Rosie O'Donnell's uh, personality uh, when she appears on television more than Bill Maher. That's all I need. Yeah, I guess they both seem as argumentative. I just haven't seen yeah. Rosie O'Donnell argue with people. It's like Rosie O'Donnell isn't as smug as Bill Maher. Not that Correct. anyone could be. Yeah. Rosie O'Donnell is not a massive douche. Like Rosie O'Donnell. Also, Rosie O'Donnell's fun anecdotes are the best. Telling Madonna to put a shirt on when she's at a New Year's Eve party. And Madonna just had her tits out. And she was just like, what are you doing? You're a millionaire. Put a shirt on. And I'm like, that's I can fucking hang out with Rosie O'Donnell. No problem. I'd be like, yeah, what the fuck? Get your boobs away. There's food out, you weirdo. Yeah. I mean, Rosie O'Donnell. I just I watched the thing on Roseanne. Right? Oh, same thing type like where it's like just plucked out of obscurity where it's like yeah you want a thing that's the 80s you're famous now roseanne is the best one because roseanne is this person with like deep intense um mental problems and like a huge brain injury from when she was a kid that went untreated for like 15 years so she was just fully crazy so crazy in fact that tom like tom arnold at the time was like considered to be this like this great money grubbing dick and now like anytime tom arnold opens his mouth he's like let me tell you another story that they made me uh, what they made me do to just keep Roseanne from making money. I had to take her to ballet lessons when she'd wake up and be like, my name's Tiffany and I'm 11. And he'd be like, Jesus fucking Christ. Eh? <laughs> Eight months ago, I was doing blow in Iowa, working the comedy works. What the fuck is happening? Like <laughs> There was a comedian in Canada who did that. She had um, the brain injury that eroded her impulse control. And it was the exact same thing. Like almost exactly like Roseanne. She like, had impulse control issues. She was like, and I mean, she learned how to be a private investigator. She had this like elaborate web of lies that like, and just, yeah. And now no longer does comedy and hopefully is, but yeah, apparently I talked to her at one time and she was like, yeah, I fully thought like someone was trying to kill me for a month. So I was like just in the woods in Northern Ontario and no one had like any way, but also it was like the same thing as, where you've no idea if that's true. She just yeah. saying things. You know what I mean? Like so no idea. But anyway, that that's neither here nor there. Here's what is here or there. Donald Go Trump ahead. used his strategy in dealing with this daytime talk show host making fun of him to become the president of the United States and Rosie O'Donnell, I would say, unequivocally lost this feud. A hundred percent. It also gets so much fucking crazier. Because Donald buries the hatchet for a while. And then he brings it back during the Republican debates where it's like, yes, he you does. You've called women pigs. You've called women disgusting. And he said that was only Rosie O'Donnell. That then, Do you remember when that happened? I, re I like, do. And I remember, oh. I remember two moments when I thought he won the presidency, that one. And then the one where the person asked the question, what will you do when Hillary something, uh, if you win the with Hillary, given all you said, and he went, she, he's, she's going to jail. Yeah, no, it was something she uh, jail. 
what he said was what she said. It was something Hillary said, and it was a retort, which is, and thank God a man like Donald Trump is not going to be the president. And then he went, if I was, you'd be in jail. And that was the one where I went, uh oh, <laughs> that sounded like an Hell action yeah, movie. Bro. Oh no, I know. By the way, people Take that get, Hillary. Yeah, fucking it, Americans get branded with this, like painted with this brush of like these fucking fil- like everyone was going to fall for that. I got news for you. If someone did that on the on UK television, running to be prime minister, they would literally be like. Finally, someone who's going to win us the World Cup, make him prime minister. And you just human human beings just fall for it every fucking time. It's rules. Um, anyway. His tweet, by the way, is uh, Rosie O'Donnell had a heart attack and he responded with at Rosie. Get better fast. I'm starting to miss you. And uh, she responded. Well, well, thank you, Donald. I must admit uh, your post was a bit of a shock. Are you trying to kill me? That's a cat, by the way, <laughs> just losing its fucking mind for no reason. That's great. Um, and then, of course, it's October 14. Um, uh, by the way, this is what the two, the few did not uh, restart during 2016. It restarted in 2014, where um, Rosie uh, had uh, revealed she lost 50 pounds after doing weight loss surgery. And Rosie O'Donnell just and then t- t- Trump tweeted, Rosie O'Donnell just said she felt shame at being fat, not politically correct. She killed Star Jones for weight loss surgery. Just had it. And it's like, what the fuck? Star Jones dead? Yeah, I mean. He doesn't. The things he says very rarely make sense, and it's only going to get better because he's seventy-seven years old. He's going to fucking. He's going to. Oh have my to, god! I've had the same thought. People disco Joe, and they're both going to be. It's going to be like when you see two an elderly couple get into an argument where neither of them are listening to the other one. Is we good? That debate is literally going to be Dylan. You've been at comedy clubs where? Do you remember when a guy's getting back into it? I haven't been here for a while. I've been around for about 10 years, met a girl, had a couple of kids, getting back into it. It's going to be two guys getting back into it energy. You know what I'm saying? It's been a long four years for both of those boys. Oh, but like they are, one of them is going to sing a full song. How would you, how would you fix the economy? uh, Joe, I think it's time for a little thing called my way as all of his. (laughs) They'll both sing my way. And not remember that the other one did. Yeah, they both sing my way. And then the next week, uh, he was off key. (laughs) I'm in the best key. (laughs) God bless the United States of America. God bless Rosie O'Donnell. Donald Trump wins the feud. Rosie's, I mean, Rosie's not doing bad. I mean, they both started off as millionaires, and they certainly are both still millionaires. Absolutely. Rosie by has done real well in this in my book, because let me tell you who I fucking watched a lot of is Rosie O'Donnell was one of those celebrities who were like, I'm bored at home during COVID. I'll be on your podcast. And boy, was she. And mostly what she talked about is how she had become pen pals with Michael Cohen, who was Trump's fixer during the feud and had been like across getting all the data, all the information for her on her, all that sort of shit. And like, I'm like, holy fucking in that fucking nuts. Like literally, she's like now friends with the guy from the feud. So crazy, but yeah, Donald Trump solidly won the fuck out of that. Like, <laughs> called her fat and then won the presidency. Can I just say this history class when it comes to American history in fifty years is going to get so fucking exciting? Like, listen, they voted in a black guy, and I know you're thinking that's nuts. Giving American history, strap in for who they voted directly after that guy. Like, what is up, bro? I mean, this is the thing about uh, the most infuriating thing for me. If I was Rosie O'Donnell would be like, it must be when people get bullied by someone who then becomes like a UFC or boxing champ where it's like, 
oh, the skills they learned bullying you eventually made them millions and millions and millions of dollars and famous. Like, that's how Rosie must feel. There are like eight people in Dublin right now that every time Conor McGregor's face comes on a screen, the fucking guy. Like, there is no way there are not eight guys in Dublin that just eight is so optimistically low. Uh, why I'm saying eight is I mean, eight guys where it's it's in their brain all day, every day. Just literally, if you were a psychic and you walked by them, all you'd hear is fuck, 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 plus all the victims. Anyway. Thank you guys so much for listening. Our next episode is actually oh. going to be, uh, we're going to do ones where it's like someone we don't think can carry their own episode, but also we want to do it anyway. So yeah, uh, it's going to be half shoe nice and half Ari Shafir. No, it's not going to be Ari Shafir. I changed it. It's going to be half shoe nice, half Brendan Schaub special Grindo, gringo poppy and the reaction. I mean, I here's my thing about the Gringo Poppy thing. I remember Gringo Poppy was uh put on YouTube and I remember a thing that said 1 hour ago it was put on YouTube and then another post that said 1 hour ago was a reaction to Gringo Poppy and how bad it was and I was like you no matter how much the special how shit the special was you were going to post that fucking video anyway yeah oh this is exactly what we're going to talk about it is the craziest weaponization of the internet i've ever seen because it's literally his own fans just got so turned off by this guy it's it's the the story's nuts it involves a reddit account bobby lee's involved literally the dumbest man ever it's what a tale I like how everything is just shitty gossip now. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll be back with Brendan Schaub and Shoe Nice. Oh, and one other thing, because we will forget to plug this. We have a Patreon now. Please join our Patreon. We're cold and lonely boys, and we need money. We're stand-up comedians in 2023. We have maybe two years left before COVID is returned and we're put in some sort of FEMA camp and sterilized. And so before that happens, we would like <laughs> yeah. to make some money on patreon and we will pivot hard to the right if we have to to make that money so either either give us money or i will be making wild scientific claims thank you so much goodbye